Secondly, another thing you can do is run a very competitive limited time offer in the month of September. Obviously, adjusting the budgets is the most aggressive um, and it's the most, I would say, predictable, right? Because it's like, okay, we're going to get maybe a little bit less, but we're going to make up for it and just spending more. That one's more solid. I would say the kind of one thing we didn't talk about is making sure you're tracking everything properly, mm-hmm. right? Uh-huh. Historically, you're tracking your new patient numbers. Uh, you're tracking your, your return on investment for your marketing dollars. Welcome to another episode of Dental Marketing Go. I'm your host, Gary Bird. I'm the founder of SMC National, where we help you create, convert, and close more new patients so you can grow the way that you want to. And today, I have a special guest, Jack, with me. He is the director of marketing at SMC. So he oversees millions and millions of dollars of uh, marketing budgets. And he's going to talk about September, or a lot of people in the dental industry call it September. And actually, August, we're almost, by the time you listen to this, it's going to be August. August is usually pretty good, but then everything kind of falls apart. So we're going to be talking through how to offset that, what you could do. Obviously, you can spend more money, but what are some of the things you can do besides spending more money to help make uh, September a great month in your dental offices? So Jack, thanks for coming on. Let's jump into this. Yep, absolutely. So one of the biggest things we see is that practices all know about this. This is not a surprise to anyone who's been in the dental industry or has, a pra- has had a practice for a few years now, even really just gone through every month. Um, this is not a surprise to them. But the mistake that we see is is they know it's coming and they fail to do anything about it. Um, and that specifically is uh, a lot of times either a spike in traffic or new patients um, in August, uh, but for sure, certainly a decrease in, in new patients and just overall patient volume in the month of September. And obviously, uh, just to get some background on why that happens, everyone's going back to school. And so anytime you see a major shift in people's day-to-day patterns and people's schedules, that affects, uh, just at least in the dental industry, um, their willingness to either show for appointments, schedule appointments, and whatnot, because they're already changing their schedule. Maybe they had an appointment, but they, weren't re- they didn't realize that their school schedule or their child's schedule would be this certain way. And so they have to cancel until they have time. And so that's that's kind of the background as far as why you see that decrease in them. In August, a lot of times, and obviously each park is different. Some markets, they go to back to school in yeah. August, right? So this is more general, your specific market. If it's you go back to school beginning of August, this would get sped up a little bit. Um, but in August, um, people know that that's coming, right? They know, especially pediatric location, they know that their kids are going back to school or you know, young adults or, or moms, families, they know that schedule's about to change um, and it's about to be more structured. And while they have more free time, it's like, hey, let's take care of our dental care, whatever I need to get taken care of right now in the month of August, because we're not going to have time for that. I don't want you to miss school. I don't want to miss work, all that stuff. Um, and so we can see in a lot of markets a bit of an uptick in the month of August um, in new patient traffic to kind of, uh, um, that makes up for that loss of September. So- one of the big mistakes that we see is, like, like we mentioned earlier, is the practices don't do anything about it. Um, but really, there's quite a handful of things that you can do to help offset this um, and without, like you said, just, well, I know I'm going to be down in September. Let's up our budgets and throw a ton of money on it. Well, obviously that works, but we're getting into Q4. You're looking at your yearly budget. You've already overspent. What are the things you can do kind of on a low cost standpoint to help 
still keep your patient flow consistent, keep those doctors happy, keep their schedules full without having to break the bank. So one of the first things you can do is if you have any sort of historical data on your practices, you can go ahead and look back and say, okay, yep, this is right. In August, I see a jump. In September, I see a decrease. And so if you historically see that jump in August, one of the easiest things you can do is, okay, well, I know I can afford to spend this many dollars left and kind of curtail my, my marketing budget or some of my you know marketing expenses in the month of August and put those aside to add to my budget in September. And obviously, yes, this is a increasing your September spend, but if you're looking at a quarterly budget or if you're looking at a yearly budget, it's going to work out to be the same. And what that does is that helps you keep your schedules consistent by just putting money where it needs to be spent. If you already know you're going to be full or overflowing in August or you're going to not be short on your schedules, let's take some of those dollars and push them over September so that you can increase your outbound or your inbound you know, new patient leads uh, to keep your schedules full there. So that's number one. Pretty straightforward. I'd say if you have any historical data, take a look at that. Um, and you should be able to do that um, if your market's kind of the one that lines up with that. Secondly, another thing you can do is run a very competitive limited time offer in the month of September, right? You can call it a back to school special, uh, fall specials fall into savings, things like that. We worked with our practices in the past is you kind of lower your prices, make it really aggressive, make it limited time so that the people that were maybe didn't take care of their things in August, but now the schedule is changing. You can be really enticing for them. Um, there's a lot of different creative things you can do, make it really competitive. Um, and those people that, hey, maybe they typically wouldn't go or they're really busy. It's like, okay, well, I can't pass this up. I've been wanting to get my health check or my you know, my oral health check um, or I, I know I, I needed a teeth cleaning. Um, and so you can go ahead, offer that incentive to, like I said, keep your marketing budget the same, uh, but uh, kind of get more out of it. So that's another thing. And then kind of lastly, it's just, do reactivation campaigns. You have a big patient list uh, to pull from people that you've seen. Um, and you can go ahead, same thing, you may need to create a special offer to order to entice them back. But you may have a thousand plus records of patients that you just kind of don't see anymore that they once treated you, but for whatever reason, they've just been delaying their, uh, their, you know, their hygiene checkups, their recare appointments. You do a blast to those patients. And a lot of times, depending on the platform you're using, extremely inexpensive. But if you can get 10, 15, 20 patients out of that from the thousands that you're sending it to, that kind of right there, very inexpensively helps make up for the deficit that you may be seeing in the month of September. You want to hear something crazy? Dental marketing agencies are dead. You got that right. They're dead. Why do I say that? Well, we don't consider ourselves a dental marketing agency. We are a growth partner. What that means is, is we help our clients not only create opportunities, but we help them convert them and close them as well. And that is what's needed in the day and age that we live because just getting new patient leads is not enough. You need somebody that's gonna help you actually get these new patients into your chair and make sure that there's the right kind of patient for your office. Now, we put together a whole report that will tell you where dental marketing currently is because there's a ton of changes, tons of things are going on with the market, and we broke down what you're gonna need to do to stay ahead of the industry and grow the way that you want. The link is down below. Go check it out. Everything is free. I look forward to hearing from you. Got it. And so you you feel like, if should people try all of those at the same time, do you think? Or, or what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, great question. I think at this 
that's why I mentioned earlier in this talk is just look at your historical data, right? If you have been in practice for any sort of amount of time, kind of the data tells a story, right? And you can see these year over year trends like, okay, we go up, we go down. And typically if you see a trend, okay, year over year from August to December, we see a 30% decrease in new patient traffic. You can kind of do the math and figure out where, which one makes the most sense. Obviously, adjusting the budgets is the most aggressive um, and it's the most, I would say, predictable, right? Because it's like, okay, we're going to get maybe a little bit less, but we're going to make up for it and just spending more. That one's more solid. Um, but if it's like, hey, we only you know, are only 10, 15% down, uh, I think you can get by with the reactivation campaign or something like that with the special. So it's just kind of looking at your market, your practice, your historical data, and let the data kind of decide where you go from there. Awesome. Yeah. The one thing I know that everybody knows is it always slows down. That's what's for sure. So you're going to have existing patients that are going to no show, and you're going to have new patients that are going to no show, not even just from marketing, just from everything. So we know that for sure. When does that hit? Depends on your market. When does school kind of start? And when does weather, uh, you know, at the beginning of school or when school first gets out, it's like, when does the weather get nice? That's when people really start to get hit. And then when does school start uh, is the when at the end of the summer, that's, that's really going to dictate that. So is it in August, beginning of September, that Labor Day weekend right in there? And then from there, figuring out, okay, well, how we know it's going to stink. How bad is it going to stink? Do I just need to get 10 or 20 more new patients in the month to offset that? Maybe it's just simpler to, like you said, move your marketing budget around, do something of that nature. Are you going to be off by tens of thousands or even more than that, you know, $50,000, $60,000, then you're going to have to get creative and do multiple different things, reactivate some people, run aggressive uh, offers, and do a bunch of different off uh, things to offset that. So I love all of that. Jack, this is really, really good. Any parting thoughts or words on this before we uh, uh, part ways? No, I think this is this is super important. I would say the kind of one thing we didn't talk about is making sure you're tracking everything properly, mm-hmm. right? Uh-huh. Historically, you're tracking your new patient numbers. Uh, you're tracking your your return on investment for your marketing dollars because if you're able to, as a you know, if we're talking to marketing managers here, people responsible for the marketing of their practice, uh, if you're looking at your numbers and you know you're spending two percent of revenue and you're getting three, four, five x the return, well, if you know that you're going into even without having to do this, if you just want to get the approval to get uh, more budget, if you can go there and confidently show the CFO or whoever you need to show to get approval or the, you know, the, the owner doctor, you can go and show like, Hey, we're spending X amount of dollars and getting three, four X each and every month. I'm confident that just in the month of September to help make up for it, we spend more dollars because we're tracking everything properly. We will get this. I think that's every CFO's dream, right? That you have that clear tracking and you're able to make those decisions backed by data. Awesome, man. This is great stuff. I appreciate you coming on. I know you're super busy taking care of our clients, but I appreciate you taking the time out of your day to come here and share what you what you guys are seeing on your side of the of the field. So thank you so much. Yep, happy to do it. Peace. <laughs>